0: Welcome to the Foyn Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Okay, so the Foyne Jones Show Survival Series of podcasts is in full flow. This episode, I'm joined by the wonderful Bradley Pax. Bradley, you are the co-founder of Two Augment. You are a business consultant. You're a strategic advisor. You're a non-exec. You're a mentor. You're a gooner. I'm a Fulham fan, (laughs) and we know each other from years gone by, and you've just been talking to me before we started recording about my situation. Like many, Bradley, you know, I'm suffering professionally. I'm suffering personally. It was really good, I think, to let a lot of steam off, but we're here now to kind of understand what you're up to right now how you're helping businesses like me and people like me and what the impact's been like i guess in the recruitment space because that's where you operate the most isn't
1: it yeah most of our clients are in recruitment we've got a couple of clients outside in the media space and tech but most of what we do is recruitment um i, th- I think the reality is based on current market it's impacting everyone around the world um we're seeing a bit of a mixed bag really in terms of the clients and the contacts we're talking to um some of the the, the bigger players out there are able to, to to muscle through um there seems to be a, a slowdown in the amount of requirements coming through obviously um some sectors are really struggling unfortunately um but i think the mix is it's tough but we're going to get through it versus on the other hand This has really affected us and we've got to make immediate cuts. We've made immediate cuts and we're a little bit worried about what's going to be happening over the next few months. And so it's difficult for many at the moment, Um, albeit um, we have to recognize this is a health crisis, not a financial crisis. The health crisis has impacted us financially. It's affected the global economy. Um, And hopefully once they're able to find the solution to the coronavirus, um, we may well see. Um, a bounce back, uh, uh an economy and from a business viewpoint for all of us, really. Bradley, welcome to the show, mate.
0: And just just picking up on picking up on some of those points there. I think it's important for everyone listening to this to kind of realise that whatever you're dealing with, whether it's your, your kids are home <laughs> from school for the longest summer holiday known to man, whether it is like myself, you are sitting alone in an office, and you know I'm I'm more than distancing. It's walkable from my front door before I get the vultures around me. I'm not putting anyone at risk, and and I just can't work from home. But whatever you're doing, it's impacting you. Um. But it, it isn't anyone's fault. This is a this is a crisis which is it's the invisible enemy. You know, it's probably our biggest biggest thing we're dealing with since World War Two. So for a whole generation, we've not had to deal with anything like this. Um... The world was turning okay a few weeks ago. And for me, the coronavirus was a few people who couldn't get home because they were on a, on a cruise ship on GMTV. And it was, a, it was yeah. in the distance. Um, we had a big industry event and I couldn't attend it just for my own illness, which is completely unrelated. But I was in, a, in quite a bad way for a few days. And, um, you know, you saw people stop attending and you started to think this is coming a bit more real. The speed of the escalation, has been been quite frightening. And and I want to yes. stick on recruitment, Bradley, because I had to make some some decisions which I didn't enjoy making uh, a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, really, with some of my staff in terms of, you know, yes, you can work from home. I'm happy for anyone to work from home. That's actually no, no problem at all. Yeah. But if you are working from home, you know, what are you going to be doing? There are, there are lots of businesses out there, mate, that, that make immediate and savage cuts. So many recruiters I saw suddenly just come onto the market looking for jobs. Has that slowed yes. down now with the Fullo Worker
1: Scheme, or is it still carrying on? Well, I think with the scheme that the government announced, there's still a little bit of uncertainty around that, um, and we're waiting for more information to come through. Um, has it slowed down? Um, I don't know. I, I I still think there's a lot of people making um some really difficult decisions you've got to appreciate i think there's there's not many business owners that are enjoying this process i don't i don't think anyone is it's really difficult um but people are just trying to protect their business i I think if your business has got a reasonably solid foundation i'd urge people just to wait and see um what they can do um i think the the scheme that the government are putting out there hopefully will benefit many um But equally, um, you've also got to be realistic with people. And, you know, if we're all working from home, there's going to be some people that possibly new to the industry that might just not have the skill set and the experience to be able to manage without constant supervision. Um, You've got to do what's right for your business at the end of the day. Um, And you also need to be honest with those kind of people because they need clarity as well um nobody wants to get rid of people based on this crisis normal normal circumstances you can make a a rational decision um but you've also got to protect your income you've got to protect as a business owner the 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 business that provides for you and your family as well so i really feel for business owners at the moment having to make some of these decisions because they're in a, a position where there's there's no gain at all um but now is the time to make the decisions that are right you, you are you're,
0: you're in a very like it's, it's like an ultra defensive strategy you know, there's a bit of football manager in me man it's all that defense <laughs> you know what i mean you are you are like you're, you're like head guard on gum shielding gloves up you're rolling with the punches and you're trying to somehow Think of a way of how your business can be fluid and survive. We're blessed at Foy and Jones with some amazing relationships. Our relationships yeah. across our industries are really, really strong. But we're very boutique, so so we are limited to, to these industries in terms of our in terms of our trading. So, I've seen a lot of the businesses I recruit for, you know have no choice but to shut their showrooms, have no choice but to shut their branches to stop production. You know, we sell yeah. German kitchens. The factory in Germany has stopped producing. We've been told yeah, yeah. to close the high street. You know, what are their designers, their showroom managers going to do? You know, it's it's really tough. So everyone's in a, in a situation where no one really knows how to stick or twist. Um, I guess... Doing what you're doing in terms of providing support, advice, you know, men- mental wellbeing. You help you help people with people men- their mental welfare and their their own yes. state. You, you, your services could well be in demand. But is is that sort of the is has that been the outcome for you? Are You having more conversations? What what? How's your days changed in the last couple of weeks, Brad?
1: Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, the last couple of weeks have been the busiest I've had for a very very long time because ultimately, with with what we do. Um, it's all about over delivering now. So we are um, on hand constantly to existing clients um, and to the wider recruitment network as well. There's so many people that we weren't necessarily working with in a full engagement, but we're now talking to and helping because it's in our interest, it's in everyone's interest to make sure people get as much support as they they need um, to try to help them through this because everyone is having um, it's having an impact on absolutely everyone. So my days like today, I had my first call at half seven this morning. Um, you know, it it's it's about being able to offer people some sound advice, a sounding board for some of the decisions they need to make. It's being able to support them. You touched on mental health, the something I'm really passionate about. At the moment, um business owners in particular need clarity of thought and We haven't got all the answers. It's okay to feel stressed, depressed, frustrated, not okay. But what's really important is you have an outlet, someone to talk to. Um, And we're entering into a situation now whereby if you're in an office environment, there was a buzz, there was people, you can go and talk to people. And now we're isolating at home. And that loneliness, yeah, that isolation, can have a real impact on our mental I, health
0: I, i'm isolated in an empty office um but what but what's interesting with that is that you know and you are right about that i've actually got and this is really i don't know if it's sad or whether it's genius i don't know so i invite people to give me some feedback yeah but i've set myself up on different desks right so yeah. i've got like the finance desk over there and i don't like that call now i have to go there I have to deep breath to go over there i've got yeah. like my my social media corner there that desk there which these are all people's desks but they're not on them so i've got that <coughs> one there where i go there when i want to do some stuff on linkedin or whatever i've got like different spaces for the podcast which are which are there and then i've got like like an area over there where i go and sometimes just put my head in my hands and don't come out <laughs> like, but it kind of gives me a bit of sanity and i and again I, I don't know what it's like but but i i am still trying to work to a to a timetable i'm trying to follow some so i'm trying to follow a daily plan which involves walk the dog do some weights, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get, get some fresh air, right. Deal, deal with some difficult financial conversations, be open, be upfront, be engaging. Yes. And we we have tried to do that. I mean, it's interesting because you, you know, I've took an approach of over communicating. We've over communicated with our job seekers. We have over communicate with our clients. I've over communicate with anyone I spend money with. I've over communicate with everyone who spends money with me. Yeah. Such a different response, but it, it makes a real difference to talk. And I want to, Just give people an example of of you don't just talk a good game, Brad, because we haven't spoken for years. Right. So I'd say maybe a couple of messages here and there, three or four years, but maybe we haven't spoken. Yes. But I think I commented on someone's post that, you know, how are you? I went fucking shit. It's tough at the moment. You know, very honest, very direct. You know, put it there. You didn't just say, I hope you're You You said. I hope you're okay. But then you sent me a private message. I responded to it. A few days have gone by, and you're on here on my 4 Jones podcast telling people how they can help themselves and arguably what you and business is like you can do to help them. That is a kind of above and beyond, isn't it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I, I, I think, look, with mental health and business, they are absolutely entwined. The yeah. reality is if your mental health is not good, even in a good market, you're not going to be able to grow a good business, okay? And now more than ever, people need support. I went through a situation a few years ago where I was really impacted with um, the effects of a divorce. And I call it my three Ds, divorce, depression, discovery. I went through a tough time, and it, it really hit me hard. But the discovery bit was I really want to help people. I mean, so that, I went that, out
0: and- that sounds like a tough time till the third D, mate. Like the first two there, that's like
1: whack, whack, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and, you know, I I struggled and I I was I've been very fortunate. I've had some successful businesses. I had a really good network of friends, strong family. But I felt like my world collapsed and I didn't know how to get out of it for quite a while. Um, But I came through the other side and went out there and got an initial qualification in counselling and therapy, which was the most rewarding thing I've ever done. And in a good market, we focus on helping businesses scale and we focus on resilience. And the resilience is business resilience and personal resilience. And that's so important um in the in the current market that we find ourselves in. I love what you were saying about what you do in the office going on different desks and everything. I think that's brilliant. you think it's mad. Well, maybe, but yeah. brilliant though. Brilliantly mad. Um I I don't know if people can do that when they're working from home no they can't do mate yeah and you're fortunate that you've got an office that's within walking distance to where you live so people need to set themselves up for the best chance of success so if you're still working in a company that um has got a reasonably sized team you need to be engaging with products such as zoom or microsoft teams whatever it is whatever tech product you use because you can then have those virtual meetings and you know the video calls are so important as opposed to just picking up the phone because it just gives you that little bit more connection that human interaction and it makes it feel a little bit more real and in terms of the over communication i'm with you if you're in a desk and if you're in a sales floor typical recruitment sales floor you're having little conversations with people all day long but when you're sitting at home in a small desk just with your laptop You're going about your job and you don't really know what's going on with other people. So it's really important that you don't just have morning meetings, that you connect in the afternoon. You have catch ups with people during the day because I don't think people can talk enough at the moment. Um, Conscious with that, though, the caveat is from a leader's viewpoint, you don't want to start overmanaging just for the sake of feeling that you've got to do something because that's going to frustrate your team. You've got to support them. You've got to encourage them. But you've got to be wary of micromanaging, and you don't want to fall into that.
0: It's It's really interesting, though, because the almost overnight, the UK has woken up to Skype, to Zoom, to Teams. Now, now, one of our USPs in our sector as a recruiter was we've been pioneering and championing video as a way of introducing job seekers to employers, you know, for, yes. we, we, we're in our, we're in our third year now. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, we, we work with one supplier for a year. We've moved, moved on to another partner and, you know, with us, we're saying that you don't need a sheet of A4 paper. We'll give you that, but let's get that, let's bring that person to life. And you might meet less people, but we'll save your time. We'll save your money. That, that uniqueness of that pitch is probably disappearing fast because the world's waking up to it. And I don't think I don't think many recruiters on my team would be having the conversation saying, Have you done a video call before? No. Have you ever done a video interview? No. I think I think they're gonna be much more standard. So I think the world will change, but you are right. Overmanaging, you know, o- being in someone's face continually, what you're doing, what have you done? That's not the game at the moment. The game is just trying to keep people going. If you're Absolutely. lucky enough, if you're lucky enough to still be in employment, you are blessed because some people have so many companies have reacted, you could say, aggressively or so, yeah. immaturely on perhaps their defensive strategy is we're going to take everything out. At Foy and Jones, we're small enough to be able to do do whatever ever we do, we can do it humanely. You know, we can do it talking. Um I, I was Blessed enough to have some one of one of the people work for being mature enough to go, look, you know, I get it. You know, I want to be part of this business's future. If I need to take some time away for you to survive, I'll do it. And that's kind of humbling, upsetting, and emotional all at once because you're going, Wow, thank you. Um, but if the if the 80% scheme kicks in, we can give them something back by making sure everyone gets that as well. Because it's duty of care to do the right thing for your own family, your business and the people
1: that depend on you and your staff depend on you, don't they? Well, yeah, they certainly do. So go back to your earlier point, without doubt, a lot of people panic, be it in yeah. recruitment, be it outside of recruitment. Um, I'm, I'm probably not hundred percent in agreement, whether it was dealt with, with from an immature viewpoint, more, more, uh, I need to react. I, yeah. I, I've hit a panic button. I need to react. And I think there's many people, and I, I've, I've been, I've fallen foul of this before, myself over the last week or so, where we come out and we turn around and say, we'll get through this. We know that the world has a habit of continually spinning. We've been through recessions before, and we've come out the other side. But if you're really struggling at the moment, and you feel that your business has fallen off a cliff, saying we'll get through the other side is, they're hollow words. So really, I I think, going back to the over-managing. It's about supporting, it's about reassuring, and it's about helping more so than it is about demanding and checking up with people and micromanaging them. Now the reality is it will all come out in the wash where the people are taking advantage from working from home. I'm sensing out there in the general business community recruitment and the wider business world, actually everyone's on board trying to make things work. There seems to be so much support There seems to be a lot of goodwill out there. Without doubt, there will be people that will take advantage of the situation. You get that in all climates, unfortunately. But as a leader, as a boss, um, if you've got a team, um, you need to make sure that you feel in the right space mentally to be able to encourage and guide them. And therefore, it's really important that owners go out there and seek that sounding board, whether it's an advisor, whether it's a friend. Um, whether it's a mental health professional whatever it is everyone's going to have an impact of this coronavirus so the more we talk the easier it is to be able to get through and sometimes some of the decisions that we're making you know deep down what you need to do just being able to talk it through with someone for a sanity check to make sure it's the right thing um can just give you that little bit more confidence in the decision making that you're going through
0: Bradley, I, I couldn't agree with that point more. I think I think some of the things you've said here, uh, the clarity of thought, the taking that little step back to have someone to sanitize what you yeah, to just to go over where you're feeling. I've been doing that probably whether it's naturally or by default, I don't know, but I've been speaking to to clients of mine, friends of mine, you know, people that, that I trust and they're all facing you know i speak to my my best friend my best friend he's a black cab driver yeah do you know what i mean his missus works in tv so he's got his challenges and i talk to him as much as i can he talks to me you know i sort I spoke to owners of businesses that i recruit for that i know socially and professionally i spoke to others of businesses i don't know socially but i talk to and we trust each other and i'm listening to what they're going through they're listening to what i'm going through Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's 40 minutes. I spoke to I spoke to one guy I know really well on Sunday. It was about an hour and 10 minutes. And we genuinely had nothing positive to say to each other for that whole hour and 10 minutes because he's, he's in a difficult space. I'm in a difficult space. But by the end of it, we both kind of felt a lot better at the end of the call. So, yeah. so I can't emphasise that more. If people are listening to this and they're thinking, you know, I need to talk to someone, you can ring me, they can ring you, they can ring anyone. But if we can help each other in whatever way, you know, it's, it's I think it's going that little bit further than than the token tick on its update or the token like or the token comment. It's actually going, look, you know, there are some people Understand. in the that, that are too scared to ask, don't know where to ask, and it's really tough. I mean, I, mean, I look at, from a Foyne Jones recruitment group perspective, I look at my, my business model now, and we have zero well no, that's not true we have two recruitment projects that are still moving forward yeah. they will move forward through our video platform which is great and we've yeah. offered that to everyone we are but when a business owner says to me peter look i've just had to shut all of my showrooms you know we don't know when we're going to be able to reopen the manufacturing facility shut down you know i i I can't even think about my recruiting in the next six nine months. And you kind of go, I agree with you. you know, Absolutely, I don't disagree with them. So, so there, well, we were talking about it before we, we yeah. called, we've the got support. to come up with a way. We've got to come up with something outside of the box, a little bit left field or whatever, which suggests we've got this experience, we've got this expertise. We can package that up and offer it to maybe the businesses in a different way, and see what response we get. Test the market because what, what have we got to lose? What
1: have we got to lose? 100%. So on my, um, I I think it's on my my LinkedIn profile, I talk about um, helping businesses build something that's reflective of modern culture. And for me, um, I think in in a good market, you can build a really profitable business, successful business um, with kindness and compassion. Those two words are so important, I think. Historically, I think... People never associated the opportunity to make money because with kindness and compassion because it might have seemed a bit soft. But the world is changing. And I think the more help we can give to people, the kinder we are, the more we're willing to listen, support, be there for them. Um, when business goes back to what the new norm will be after this crisis, um, there will be opportunities to make money. But now is actually a chance to reset your values and look at how you want to be perceived by people. And if you offer help, if you offer the ability to um, be there to support people that have possibly been laid off, to help business owners with their own problems, they're not recruiting, but they're not recruiting because they've got business issues. So as we talked about, being able to offer them some support and some guidance, and if you collaborate, um, I think there's an opportunity to build your network, strengthen your network, and hopefully we can all um, develop more opportunities from a money-making perspective once things go back to uh, a, a calmer state.
0: Yeah, and I think it's cascading it down. I think that that's where it's really important, and that's something that, I, that, that I'm going to talk to you about and potentially work, work, work towards launching, because you can have a conversation with a business owner. You know, you could do that, and they're yeah. having conversations with their own teams, and their own teams are affected. So why not? You know, that business owner trusts me. They pay me and my business. They pay for our expertise. They pay for us to walk through the door. They pay for us to attract them, the best people in the market. You know, they want us to onboard them and retain them and develop them. And they they share, you know, it might just be me, but they share their inner thoughts of where their business is going to go with us. So there's a trust there. Why don't we use that and say, look, you know, give us some of the pain you're dealing with. Let's talk to people that might need to think a new job or talk to someone who's really struggling with what they're going to be doing working from home. Let's, you know, maybe if we could offer that in a way, which, as you said at the start, is very affordable, is cost effective. But there has to be, there has to be some form of charge for it because there's time involved, but it's realistic. Um, that could be something we can really help with because you could... You could be, and this is one of the things I've you know, I talk about it here. You could be in danger of over committing because if I open my, if I, I won't do it now, but if I open my message inbox on LinkedIn, I guarantee there'll be easily 30, 40, or 50 messages from people that are now looking for work. All right. Yes, of course. You know, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? So I've got a way up how I can help those people. And where the return is for me. So I'm thinking about rather than trying to talk to everyone one by one, I want to give open access to some webinars and yes. conferencing where I can give generic advice. That advice can be recorded. It can be shared. Sure. you know. And I, and I And I wouldn't charge someone who's been made redundant for that. But if someone who is in a situation needs to have a, a profile rebuilt they need they need interview skills they want to approach companies there might be a small small chargeable service you can bolt on which is fair which is giving them like above and beyond what they would get free might be able to roll it out i don't know yet these are all things in my mind you have
1: to look at what's right for your business you have to look at what's right for your sector um look at the end of the day if we are in lockdown for longer than three weeks and whether I'm right or not, I don't know. I'm of the opinion we potentially will be. If that is the case, people still need to work, yeah? And what we all need to do is find opportunities that um, can create value for ourselves, even in the most difficult circumstances. So um, I don't think there's any such thing as a bad idea. You just work out what might be suitable, what could be beneficial to those you're connected with um and, and talk to people and you'll get a gauge as to where that might be useful um i think your business routine affects their suppliers the people that you engage with they're struggling as well so um there's a knock-on effect across every sector and every industry every supplier so as a result if there's opportunities that you can do something a little bit different that adds value then i think every conversation can be had
0: and, and, you and know what? I, I, I I really love the again, I go back to it. I mean, it's yeah, uh, uh, you, you, your three D's, you, you've been through that divorce, depression, and discovery journey. I think mean, that's that's powerful in itself because you're talking from the heart there. But just listening to you there, talking about, you know, having clarity of thought, being there to support, reassure, and help people, and encouraging. Business owners and individuals, whether they're self-employed, employed, whether you've got a team of a 1, thousand, a hundred, or just you and yeah. a couple of others, to to try and do it right now with kindness and compassion. That that's got to make a difference, mate, hasn't it? And and I am with you. You know, I put my money where my mouth, my mouth is. I believe in 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 working on men's mental health, in mental health in general. You know. It, it's something that, that's really close to my heart. For anyone who knows me will, will, will see this in what I do. But now's the time to stand up and always put your money where your mouth is and go, look, I've, I've been doing this. I'm not going to stop doing it. I'm in a difficult situation myself. But let's see if we can do some stuff together for the greater good sure. and see if we can all get – we've got to all get through it, mate, because we've got to get through it. Uh, I, I I Make no secret. I believe we will get through it at Ford jones I don't know what we'll look like at the end of it but we will get through it and we will keep working until we're told otherwise. It's
1: a challenge, mate, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Of course it is. But you're, you're 100% right. I think um, I think we need to be mindful of how people are feeling. Telling someone we'll get through the other side when they might not see that today um, is difficult. So we can, we can re- reassess how we communicate with them. But to my earlier point about the world has a habit of continually spinning we've had recessions before i mean maybe some of the the younger people listening might not have experienced one but i know you and i have and and, and, and more than one and and guess what when we came out the other side of it there was opportunities to make money and, and grow our businesses and be successful so um we're in a slightly unusual situation in the respect that we've never experienced such a global health crisis um but The work that you see people are doing out there with regards to the scientists to be able to come up with the vaccines and this, that and the other. uh, Maybe it's blind faith. I don't know. My my view is that will happen. We don't know the length of time that was going to take. But there's a lot of people working exceptionally hard to be able to work out that solution. And then as a result, that's going to impact positively on business. But business will come back. The economy will grow again. Um, There may well be some pain, unfortunately, for some people in the short term, Um, but as best you can. My my overall advice for this particular conversation that we've had with Peter is that the more people can just engage with people that can potentially help and listen to them and be supportive, um, be a sounding board. You don't necessarily need to engage with someone on a commercial basis, just even if you're talking to friends or businesses that are in a similar position, the more you talk, the more you get a sense of where things are up to and you get a sense of calm. And if you've got that sense of calm, I think you can make better decisions. But there's equally opportunity out there at the moment. You've got to look at each market to determine where there are pockets of opportunity. You've got to look at what you can do internally in terms of some of the services that you can offer and the way you engage with people. And I think um, there are things you can do to be proactive in a, a difficult Climate at the moment, and the more proactive we are, will benefit us when we come through the other side as well.
0: Bradley, I've enjoyed the conversation, mate. One, the beard—the beard is a work of art, mate. I've got beard envy. Thank Um, you very um, much. uh, (laughs) And I'll I'll get some of this recording out into the public domain because people need to understand what I'm referring to, mate. But (laughs) but listen, I, I think I think your advice is really grounded. It's really balanced. It's from the heart, and it's someone who gets it. You have been through it. You've come out the other side personally. You know, yeah, and you've been for sure. it. You've been for it for business, and come out the other side. I've been for it for business. We've all got our own personal challenges. Exactly. So let's just let's bring it to bring it to end, mate. It's been a great episode. What two or three bits of advice would you give to business owners like me right now? Let's crystallize
1: that. What are the three must dos, mate? Right. Well, ultimately, the old saying "cash is king." You, you've got to manage um, your business accordingly. You've got to look at where you're spending money. Many people have already made some cuts. Um, Think about your suppliers. They're also struggling. Engage with them. Have conversations. Look at what's um, a luxury to your business. And unfortunately, if you need to make a harsh harsh decision, then you need to make a harsh decision at the end of the day. You've got a, a responsibility to yourself and your family. So you can't be paying for things that are a bit of a luxury. Things that you need, speak to people to see if you can renegotiate terms. Look at office costs, for example, and um, look at where you can make some savings there. So y- your cash element. A- so number
0: one, one cash is key. Absolutely,
1: and two, from a, yeah. a, with regards to that subject, you need to double down on credit control. Any monies that are owed into you, just to see um, how quickly they can come in to keep those those wheels turning. So I think that's really important. Um, I think communication with those that you're working with in terms of using tech to the advantage that it can give us all at the moment. Everyone's working from home. Utilise technology, whether it's Zoom, Teams or whatever other products are out there to make sure you're constantly engaging with those that you work with. Be there to support them, reassure them, guide them um, and um, listen to them as well. You know, and I suppose the, the final thing is, as you can tell from this episode, I'm really passionate about mental health. And you know, what many people are going to struggle at the moment with the the ability of or, or, or the fact that they need to work at home It's going to create a, a sense of isolation and loneliness. So I just encourage people to to talk, share their feelings, because the more you talk, the more you I, I think you can get help. And uh, there's nothing wrong in feeling down or or, or, or frustrated in this current climate, if you are at home, depression is something that can get hold of you really, really quickly. Um, reach out to people. I think in today's world, people are so understanding and most people will want to help you.
0: Bradley Pax, co-founder of Two Augments, um, business consultant, strategic advisor, non-exempt mentor, my mate. Thank you for coming on the Four and Jones show. The best thing is that we're starting to talk to each other again. Absolutely. It's not in the ideal circumstances. I love the kindness the kindness and compassion. Yes, we've got to look after our mental health. We all are going to need financial security, so cash is king. Um, thank you very much, mate. It's a brilliant episode. Thanks. Great talking to you. So that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. You can find out more about Foyne Jones by visiting our website or connecting with me on LinkedIn. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do.